Blog Talk Radio. is, and I always wonder, how did we get here? 
in the first place. Uh, being an African-American uh, man myself, uh, we all know, statistically speaking, we are affected by broken homes uh, more than any other uh, group of people. We are all affected, black or white. Uh, don't get me wrong, but it seems to be a <clears throat> epidemic in the black community. And uh, I personally feel some of it is our responsibility. I don't want to get too, contra- too controversial on, on anyone. I think that uh, some of us use the broken home uh, syndrome as a crutch to not go out and be successful and do the things that we need to do to get out of uh, the stigma from uh, a, a broken home. These, these statistics uh, really uh, blew me out the water when I um, did it. And I, I looked, I said, well, you know, I came from a broken home. When I was 16, I did have a kid. I mean, I didn't escape uh, the statistics. <laughs> so I'm not perfect. And I have a, a, a lot of friends, they, they say, well, Robert, you're so uh, you're so conservative and you're too hard on uh, the urban community when it comes to these issues. And I said, well, I am because I I know the mental effect that it has on us uh, as 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 a people. So at this time, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take a call. Okay, listener, you're on the Real Talk with Robert Simmons show. How are you doing? Hello. Is anyone there? Okay, I guess we uh maybe we have a drop 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 that call. Okay, we're gonna go uh to to our next call. We, guys, please don't be scared. It's, it's a lot of calls here on the on the dash, and uh, I really want to get uh, your opinion on broken homes in 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 the urban community. So we're gonna go to our next caller. Call number two. Go ahead. Hello. Oh, maybe we are having uh, some technical difficulties here. Hello. All right. I guess the sound engineer has the. Well, I'm not sure what's going on, but um, in the meantime, I'll just continue to talk so you guys, <laughs> kitty kid, uh, understand where I'm coming from. Um, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try one more call before we have to bring the sound engineer and uh, work on this. While you guys just uh, hear me rumble on about uh, broken homes uh, in the urban community, so I'm going to try this one more time uh, with caller number four. Caller four, you are on the air. How are you? Caller number four, you are on the air. Okay. Well, you guys are stuck listening to me. I have. Uh, like 50 callers right now, but um, I can't hear anyone. If you have a problem uh, hearing me, you can send me a chat. If you're on my computer, click on the link to the right, and you can actually uh, send your questions in uh, via text message. Sorry about the technical difficulties uh, that, that were happening. So I guess I'll just go ahead on and continue to ramble on more about uh, broken homes in the urban community. Uh, 
as we uh, wait for the president of the African American Chamber of Commerce uh, to get ready and come on come on board. So uh, once once again, uh, I think it's it's uh, seriously it's a serious epidemic, and uh, I see you guys are trying to call in, and I I, I apologize. I apologize for uh, what's 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 going on tonight. Okay, go ahead, caller. Hi, Hello. Robert. How are you? I am good. You are live with Real Talks, Robert Simmons. We were having some uh, technical difficulties. How are you doing tonight? Real Talks, Robert Simmons. We were having some technical difficulties. How are you doing tonight? Uh, if, if, I'm if, blessed. If you uh, if you can uh, turn down the volume, I'm getting feedback. Turn down your volume. I can. Okay, I turned it down. Okay, what's your name and where you from? This is Colette Hampton from Jacksonville. All right, Colette Hampton. I'm, I'm not sure if you heard me uh, ramble on about broken homes in an urban community. And uh, thank you for calling. We were having technical difficulties getting people to uh, click over. So um, I read some, some statistics earlier. My question uh, to you is uh, how, how do you believe we got here? As, as, a, as a people speaking uh, from an I am speaking from an African-American standpoint uh, because I we look at statistics and some people don't believe in statistics, but statistically speaking, we seem to be uh, having the worst time with broken homes in our community. Do you agree with me? Um, yeah, I agree somewhat. Yeah, I would have to say. But... <laughs> But um, I think speaking from an African-American perspective, I raised a male son myself who is an adult now. And um, I think overall I think it's it's based on a premise of um, belief and pretty much, I mean, we come, I come from a broken home. He was in a home without a father. if that's what you mean by a broken home, and um, yeah, broken broken home, not 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 having two parents, and let, just let me let me clarify something uh, for everyone listening. Um, I believe single mothers and single fathers as as well do a very awesome job raising uh, kids by themselves. Mothers uh, do a great job. I was raised by a great mom who did a pretty good job. But you would have to agree with me when I say, when you don't have a father in the home, it really affects. Uh, I used to believe it affects the ma- the male child the most, but as I grew older, I saw that um, females are very are very uh, uh, destroyed sometimes by it or are very affected by it. What, how do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I don't really think it's such a gender issue. Um, I think it's it it affects males and female um, female children in the same aspect. But what I think it really boils down to, um, if I may say, um, not necessarily a religious perspective, but a truth um, perspective, because we as African Americans don't really pass down any birth rights to our children, um, any rights of passages, any endowments if you will. I mean, I'm not saying all of us, but most of, you know, most African-American homes, you kind of just grow up and you pretty much on your own. You know, it's like when you get 18, you know, you on your own. You know, there's nothing to look forward to. There's nothing waiting for you. 
So um, other cultures tend to raise their children to enjoy their childhood and to grow up, you know, as slow as possible, to stay children as long as they can, whereas to the African-American families tend to encourage their children to be adults as soon as possible, to be independent as soon as possible. And um, so, you know, I just, I had a, um, a theory that, you know, it could possibly go all the way back to Jacob, you know, because I do believe that the word of God is true. And based Absolutely. on, you know, Jacob, um, you know, trying to steal, well, not trying, but stealing um, the birthright of Esau, <laughs> Esau you know, right. um, we may be paying for that. You know, I mean, we are from the tribe of Jacob. So, I mean, the things that Jacob did um, are still affecting us today. So I think if we could somehow figure out a way to give that birthright back to Esau and correct the mistakes, you know, that our ancestors made, maybe, you know, um, that would help. Okay, okay. Well, you know, it's Coletta, I believe, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, thank you for your insight. Um, we're going to go uh, to our uh, next caller if uh, we're not having uh, any more uh, technical difficulties. Uh, Carla, go ahead. What's your name and where are you from? Hello? Caller number five, what's your name and where are you from? All right. We are still having uh, technical difficulties in uh, that area. I go to South Carolina here. Caller, what's your name and where are you from? This is Jennifer. I'm calling in from South Carolina. Hey, Jennifer. How are you? Great. How are you, Robert? I am I am great. So you, you've heard uh, what we've been discussing, and I want to apologize once again to everyone. Um, I'm, I am accepting your calls, but for some reason we're having um, audio issues. It's first show, so we got to figure out the kinks. But um, broken homes in the urban community, I'm sure you've heard everything that was said thus far. Uh, what, what, what is your spiel? And I want to put something else uh, in your mind with the broken homes. Uh, do you believe music? Uh, promotes broken homes? Um, yes, I, I believe it does. Um, but that goes back to uh, basic parenting because um, most children, until they get a certain age, don't have access to certain things um, if their parents are monitoring them properly. Um, okay. I believe that the brokenness in homes today started um, a long time ago with the emasculation of the black man, whether he's African-American or just basically of African descent. Um, And I think our men are struggling to catch up um, in society and are still struggling to actually know the definition of what being a man is. And until he knows what his role is, he's not going to be able to fulfill it. He won't be able to fulfill that role. So I think – as a result of that, um, many women or single parents, not just um, women, but men likewise have had um, been, have been forced into a role, have to do the best that they can. And like you said earlier, they've done a wonderful job with, you know, played the best hand, played the best mm-hmm. with the hand that they were dealt. Um, but in my personal opinion, I'll take – you know, taking a step back and looked at society today, and I see 
the advancement of the female, especially the black woman. You know, she's portrayed as a really, 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 really strong figure. And Uh I personally feel that that did not happen by choice. Um, That was kind of forced upon her, and it's become a residual effect. Black women are continuing to be strong because um, in many, many instances they don't have a choice, but when the choice is offered, when uh, the opportunity comes for her to kind of step back and allow a man to be a man, she doesn't know how. Um, now, just let, 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 me, let me feed off what, what, what you just said. And um, I had a person or a guy that I knew, he had a very interesting uh, on exactly what you said. And he said, because so many women are raising men, mm-hmm. this epidemic continues because a lot of the men are being raised with female qualities. Which Absolutely. They're not really men. You know, so... What's happening is men aren't being men anymore. They're being mm-hmm. raised by good women, but that's exactly yes. what it is, good women. Absolutely. And sometimes I wonder if there's anything we can do uh, with the mothers, because we, we do know, statistically speaking, that the majority of women are raising men. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's, let's just be real about it. Most women mm-hmm. are raising men. Is there a way that maybe these women, should they be harder on on boys? Would that continue the cycle? Because, you know, like the last caller said, it's a mental thing. But mental issues starts with parenting. Yes. And if you mentally are raising a male child with a lot of female qualities, I believe that you would uh, – you would have that problem. I, I believe you would have I, that problem. I agree with you. I agree with you um, 100% in, in that area. But I think that the kind of, for lack of a better term, the bad news is until the paradigm shifts, um, the cycle is going to continue. I, I feel like what's going to have to happen is um, the, the, the quote-unquote real men of today are going to have to stand up and mentor the young boys, the young men coming up and actually spend real time in teaching them and conditioning them on the ways of manhood because a woman cannot do it. I, I, right. I, I say that and by no means trying to discredit a single mother um, or trying to discredit the parenting of a woman um, growing up in a dual parent home. You know, my father passed when I was 19. I got to experience the um, relationship between the father and daughter, and I got to see the relationship between father and son because I had five older brothers. Well, mm-hmm. there's only, only so much a woman can do for her sons and daughters, and there's only so much a father can do for his sons and daughters. Um, if the whole picture is not there, something is definitely, definitely going to be lacking, and I'm going to say this and be quiet. Um, okay. again, until the paradigm shifts, that lack, that la- that area of lacking is going to always be there. Right. And I think we just have to struggle to shift that paradigm. Okay, well, we have your input, Ms. Jennifer. And uh, I, I agree, uh, especially uh, with, with that, the very end part. And like I said, no disrespect to women. You know, women do awesome jobs. They do the best that they can. And uh, so, you know, shout out to all the uh, great single uh, uh, parents 
Yeah, at this time, we're going to go to our, our next caller. Okay. Call number six. What's your name and where are you from? Hello. Hello? Call number six. What's your name and where are you from? Hi, yes. This is Raylon Lee, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. What's going on? Nothing much. I've been listening to your show, and I was definitely interested on the topic. And just to make sure I am for certain on it, it is asking why is there so many um, broken homes in urban communities, if I'm not mistaken? Well, well, the, the, the topic is broken homes in the urban community. So, I mean, we're hitting different issues. Um, the, one of the questions, which you are correct, is um, how did we get here? You know, um, how, how do we get to this point, especially uh, speaking in aspects of the African-American community? How do we get here? And, and then, you know, what makes uh, the African-American community different from others? Why is it that it's more broken homes in the African-American community than any other uh, group of people here in America speaking? Okay. Um, just going into that, I would, you know, my first opinion on that subject would be definitely um, just speaking from my experience, um, and I am African-American, but just dealing with different individuals and seeing how they interact with one another, I have seen that us as African-Americans, um, we're not the best at promoting one another, meaning that everyone, it's kind of like the crabs in the bucket theory, um, how a lot of us are just working for our own perspectives and our own goods rather than helping one another reach and obtain those goals to where we can all be rounded financially or, you know, spiritually, mentally. And in so many aspects, um, you know, some of us, we want to just be at the top of our game. However, we don't want anyone to be any better than us. You know, we have preachers that, you know, may be at a certain status and, you have congregation members who don't want that preacher to be where they are, you know, whether they're living in this house or that house. And then you have those who are opening up their own businesses and you have individuals trying to sabotage and destruct. So, I mean, I think that just going back into that subject, I feel like the broken homes in the urban communities start from just us not really trying to stick together and really trying to work as one another. So let me me ask you this, uh, Raylan. In a a broken home, and you say basically there's a crab-in-the-bucket mentality. My question is, do you believe that crab-in-the-bucket mentality starts at home? I mean, when you come from a broken home, is that a a behavior that you learn at home and you just take it to the streets? Well, I think it's actually a mentality that starts in the community and individuals take it home. A lot of individuals go out into the world and they're influenced by what goes on around them. And so, you know, you're dealing with these different relationships. You have a man and a woman in a relationship. Um, Let's say the man goes out into an event, go out to eat, wherever he is, he sees this going on, he sees this couple doing this, and he's at home, his wife, she's struggling. You know, it may be with weight, it may be financially, it may be she doesn't have an income, and their next door neighbor has a wife who went to school to become a doctor. <laughs> to become successful. Right. And, you know, and basically um, they see that and they just kind of are like, you know, I want more. I want more out of life. And they realize it. Some realize it um, sooner than others and some realize it, you know, later than others. And so they go on to 
you know, wanting to leave that situation that they're in of the wife not working or the husband not working or whatever the case may be and try to find something a lot more prosperous. And so that kind of just destructs that home. And, you know, sometimes individuals do put the kids in perspective and sometimes they don't. And that's how a lot of um, destruction comes within the home thing because that it becomes a broken home, in my opinion. Well, I, I have to feed off what you said, and I, I agree uh, with the, the, the mental aspect of, of that, and I, I think it's huge. I, I'm not so sure that I would agree with you that this behavior comes from the street and into the house. I believe that it comes from the house and, and, and goes into the street in, in these communities because I feel that in, in a broken home, what a lot of us don't realize is that the parents that are raising broken children are broken themselves. So we have a real serious issue. Uh, when you yeah, have, and going um, into that, um, not to interrupt, but just stepping into that, you say that the parents are broken themselves, but how no, can no, in, um, in, in, in most, the in most cases, in most themselves? cases, well, it's, it's, it's okay, a cycle, well, you know. If, if, if you're broken and you never uh, go through any process mentally to to, to it's just like a relationship. If I'm in a relationship and I'm screwed up in the head, if I don't fix my head and I jump into another relationship, more than likely I'm going to screw up that relationship. And not calling anybody bad parents because we all are, you know, we all have different circumstances in life. But it is evident that broken parents, uh, more than likely you will raise broken kids and that will be the cycle. You know, I read some statistics earlier that 71% um, uh, not 71, yeah, 71% of all teen pregnancies come from broken homes. You know, so that, that you said that is it more comes from with, I'm sorry? No, I was just saying that 70, 71% of all teen pregnancies come from broken homes. So uh, I'm not saying that that parent was a bad parent, but there's a good chance that that parent was broken. And okay. they may not have had the, uh, the necessary skills to prevent their child from that. Not saying that they're a bad person, once again. But it's, it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle that we we have to stop, and it's a cycle that is very true and evident in our society. Okay. And so when you say that, you know, the parents are broken, do you feel, my question to you is, do you feel that their brokenness came from the community, or do you think it derived from within the home? Because I'm sure my statement was that the um, you know, the parent went out into the community and through exposure of different lifestyles and, you know, the way they were brought up and just their surroundings, that's how they became broken, and then they take it back into the home. Do you agree with that? I agree that that's possible. It's, it's possible that things like that does happen. Someone gets off track and, and becomes broken. But I think I think it's more so that someone is broken from a child, that broken child becomes a broken teenager, that broken teenager becomes a broken adult, that broken adult has broken children. Um, now, what you say, you're absolutely right. It, it is possible that someone could just go out in the street and, and, and get broken, but I, w- I would say 90% of the times, if you was to look into their history, you would see that uh, somewhere along the way, um, they they may have came from a broken family, maybe, in most cases. Okay, so if that is the case, 
All right, my question to you now is, do you feel as though in the African-American community, why is it so that it's only happening in these households um, and not in the other um, minorities, such as, you know, why is it that in our community, in the urban community, rather, why is it that you say that if it is deriving from the household, but they're not getting it from the community, why is it only something that is deriving in our household? Why is it something that's not deriving in the Caucasian or other race, um, races household? Well, I, I have to be honest with you, uh, with, with you on that question. I don't know if anyone uh, can actually come up with a great answer uh, for that. I mean, I would say that this goes back to uh, slavery, I'm sure. Uh, we are the only minority group in America that are descendants uh, of slaves. So that may very much have uh, play a, a very big role in what you just asked when you compare us to uh, the Hispanic community or the Asian community or, or different, you know, Latin American, uh, that, that community. It's, it's a difference uh, because, you know, they did not necessarily come from uh, slavery within this country. So I think that has a, a huge role. Um, there's a lot of different studies at Harvard University and, and Yale that have – everybody has different opinions, but it's definitely something that we can uh, uh, visit on. But I, I thank you for your call, uh, Atlanta in the building. I appreciate uh, the support that I'm getting uh, over in Atlanta. Thank you very much. And no problem. You have a good one. I, uh, I, I love the calls. Uh, you guys keep me coming. I'm going to go to the next caller. Okay, you are on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Hello, you are on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Hello, my name Hello? is Vera Simmons. And I'm calling oh, from Vera Simmons. Florida. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, thank you. And I was now, listening I, I to your you. last caller, mm-hmm. and he made some very interesting um, points, but I also you know, want to say that I also believe that even if a, a young man, it doesn't matter what, what creed or race that they're from, and they come from a broken home, I really believe that they can be strong if they have strong mentality. I raised two boys and um, married, and, you know, my husband decided to opt. You know, and I had to raise those boys, and it was time that the struggle, you know, were very hard, but they turned out to be great young men, extraordinary young men. You know, so, I mean, a mom, she's going to be a mom because she was made to be a mom. So she's not going to have that down um, value that a man would give to his son because it's given to a man to be a ruler, to guide his house. So, you know, when, when that man leaves and he's no longer there for his boys, then that mom, you know, she's also going through because then she have these two men there that she wants them to grow up and to be, you know, strong black men. She wants them to be able to control their home to to raise their children, 
you know, so you, you spoke about a cycle. You know, maybe it is a cycle, but I also believe that a cycle can be controlled. I don't believe that I, you have to let a cycle control you. And I feel like, you know, if they do that, you know, that's a little small, you know, chance of mending, mending, mending that cycle. And I feel like, you know, you can be what you want to be. You know, you don't you don't have to accept negativity. And matter of fact, I taught my boys and my daughter. I taught them to take every negativity and turn it into a positive step. Step on it, control it. You understand? So I don't I don't believe that. Oh, this thing, that thing, and blah 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 blah. You can handle it. You can turn it around. You have faith in God. You know, having a strong spiritual backing. I mean, it means a lot. You can be up against the wall, and you can come out on top. You can come out fighting. You have to learn to be a fighter. You know, don't let the situation entangle you, but you entangle the situation. I'd like to, uh, to apologize uh, uh, for, that, for that glitch. We're actually going to go back back to that caller. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. We had a we had a a, a glitch uh, for for a second. Yes. But um, yes, can I continue? I'm still here. And I was just saying that you know, don't let a situation control you. You control the situation. And I don't believe that. I don't care from where you come. You don't have to accept negativity. You know, you can use that negativity and use it for a positive stepping stone. You know, you can look at the situation and say, all right, well, my dad wasn't there for me, but I'm going to be there for my son, for my children. You understand? Because you can have all of the good intentions. You can get married. You can do it all right. And then all of a sudden, something just come up and, you know, something crazy go on and somebody decide, okay, I'm leaving all right, so it can be the same thing with the man. The man can be left with the children. He doesn't know how True. to be a mom. He doesn't know how to be a mom, so then he raised his children, and then he has this daughter, and she's like, oh, well, I came from a broken home, blah, 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 blah. You have to learn how to roll with the punches. You know, you just can't just say, oh, well, this is this and that is that. You got to handle it. You got to deal with it. And you got to go. You got to learn how to flow. You got to be just like the running water. Whatever comes in its way, you got to rise <laughs> over it and keep going. So, 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 the name of the, so the name of the game is, is persevere. If you are yep. from a broken home, you know, I feel like what you said, the, the mentality, you have to really work hard on changing that mentality and marching Absolutely. forward. And I believe that you Absolutely. can and will have a successful life. And you can start a new cycle. You can always start a new cycle. Yeah, you can always start a new cycle. Well, mm-hmm. thank you very much uh, for that call. All right. Have a um, good night. Good night. I um I love everyone. You know that's that's calling in. It's it's really great uh, to get your feedback. We have a lot of callers. I uh, had no idea the switchboard would be this lit. So we're going to go uh, to our next caller. Caller, you're on the air. Where are you from? And what's your name? Deshandra. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, how are you? I can hear you. Hi, Robert. This is Miss Salters from Jacksonville. How are you? Oh, Miss Salters. 
You said yes. three courses? Oh, wow. Yes. Hey, all right. <laughs> My elementary school teacher. <laughs> It's amazing. If you could, if you could, if you could turn your volume down, I'm getting feedback. Yeah, I turned it down. Um, my perspective on it is we have to look at it from a sociological perspective. Our mm-hmm. community has been the only community has, whose families have been targeted. If we look at the Jewish community, their religion was targeted. They still had family units within those concentration camps. But when it came to right. us and slavery they knew that they had to divide our families. That's why they never let the slaves from the same area go and be sold in the same area because they knew that our families were strong and that was the only way to divide us. So when they continue on throughout history, you have to look at the sociological aspects of it because after that then there was Jim Crow when they Mm -hmm. allowed the women to work. But the men had the difficult time of finding a job because they knew that the men were our leaders. So they had to keep our leaders out of the loop. Then as a community, we also have to decide that we're not going to focus on the fact of what's missing, but we need to highlight what is there. Because if we look at the Arabic community, Mm-hmm. They are taught if the male of that home is gone, then the next male in line takes over. It's right, not a choice. Right. That is the way their family unit is set up. So we have to take on that mentality is no matter what is missing, we have to replace it with the positive thing that should be there. So our our mothers have stepped up because that was the only positive thing that we had to replace with. But now, as a society, we're moving forward and we notice these problems. We need men like you and other men like your friend to step into place and go back to places like our elementary school and step in and say, you know what, I'm going to be your role model in this position because I see where the gap is. And we have to stand in the gap where the gap is. I, 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 you could not have put it any better, and I am excited uh, that you called in to the show. And just to feed off what you said, uh, I, I do believe, as I said earlier, that it comes, it may stem from uh, slavery and the, the way the families were broken. And it is definitely something uh, we as a people can uh, work on if we come together as one and uh, put our minds together and change our mindset. I, I, I totally agree with you. Okay. I just well, want to let you know that I'm much. so proud of y'all. I'm so <laughs> proud of y'all. Thank you very much. I hadn't thank seen you in years. Like, oh, my thank you very much. You, you have a good night. I know. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> well, that was very exciting. That was uh, my elementary school teacher that called in. Wow. Hadn't seen her in years. So I'm going to go to uh, the next caller. All right. Carla, you're on the air. What's uh, your name and where you're from? Hi, Robert. This is Mark. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. Hey, hey Mark. And How I want you? to tell you it's a pleasure to be speaking with you. And uh, I'm just going into the topic. I want to say, it, yes, I do agree with you that uh, it comes from slavery. However, I feel our justice system is who we really should blame in this situation because my father, for example, was was shot and killed by a police officer. And that's oh, why my that. home was separated. 
Yeah, you know, and that's why our home was separated. So, and I'm sure, like, we see on the news every day, our black men, young men, and everyone that, uh, in particular, our men, are being thrown in prison, therefore leaving the mothers to raise the children by themselves. So, for me, I blame the justice system. The justice system. And, you, you know, it's interesting that you said that I was uh, in the barbershop last week and my barber was cutting my hearing, and he said, you know what, Robert, I feel that the justice system has forced a jail mentality in our community. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, you know, at first I thought about it, but then he, you know, when he started talking about the music and the, the no snitching policy and, and different things like that, that, that goes, it comes into our home, um, he had a very, very valid point. So, I, I mean, I have to agree with you, uh, you know, definitely to a certain yes. extent that um, we could, there is more that we could, we should do with the justice system. Yeah. I also feel that uh, we could work uh, with the justice system uh, better and, and just, just to do a spinoff of what you said, um, in the urban community, in, in a lot of these broken homes, I remember as a kid, um, we would see a cop turn around the corner and we would all run. I mean, and, and, and now that I'm now yeah. that I'm, I'm an adult, I said, well, what were, what were we running for? You know, we weren't, we weren't doing anything, but the but, cop bent the corner and we took off. Yeah, and, and so, you know, you know to, to go on with that, a lot of people, like you say, we should get more involved into politics and teach our children politics. However, a lot of the, uh, us as African Americans, have, uh, we teach our children and we believe in our mind that there's no use into getting involved with politics because nothing's going to change. And that is a very strong mentality in the black community that is becoming a domino effect as to why broken homes are still broken homes and the justice system is still a messed up justice system, if you will. I I agree with you, and it is what you said was so profound. It is epidemic Uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, the political world. um, Most, well, I'm not going to even say most. I'll say a lot Mm -hmm. to don't even know the three branches of government. Um, yeah. I was talking to a young lady, and she was 28 years old, and we were talking, and uh, Malcolm X came up, and she said, he's dead, right? I couldn't believe it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we definitely, uh, there's a lot of work that has to be done. I totally uh, agree with you. And we, we, we are, are not educating you. our youth. We are not educating our youth at all. So it's definitely something we need to we, we need to work on. I I, I agree with you, Mark. Well, thank you very <laughs> thank very you much so for much, calling Mark. in. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, Mark, Mark brought up some very 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 valid points. Um, on to the the next caller. Uh, what's your name and where you from? Hello. Uh, what's your name and where you from? Jackson. Hello, caller. Okay. Uh, your, your your phone is breaking up, sir. Hello. Can, can you can you? Yeah, I'm here. You're on the show. You're on the air. Okay. How you doing, uh, Robert? I, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? This is Pittman Thornwell, author of the book Down the Meanest Streets. Oh, hey, the author. Okay. Good. 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 How you doing, and, uh, sir? I just I'm, I'm doing to pretty call good. In. I'm glad to. I'm glad to speak to you on your show, and I agree totally with the elementary school teacher when she mm-hmm. uh, speaking of broken homes. Right. I think that this has been a systematic problem designed by the system 
and especially during the early 60s, the welfare system, children, the family of the Department of Social Service, where the families were denied financial assistance if there was a man in the home or a man present in the home. And that, that started with, uh, with the broken homes of the blacks. This was one condition that broke the homes of the black families. Mm-hmm. This practice still continues today with our black women applying for assistance, and it started in the early 60s. Then currently to add to the systematic problems that, that sociology is a social problem because you got your broken homes today because of drugs, black-on-black mm-hmm. crime, the penitentiaries, and this is a major cause of the broken homes in the black community. Right, agree, agree, agree. Wow, and um, just to let let the audience know, um, I I bumped it to you at at, at your book signing. What's the name of your book? Because your book actually talks about uh, the urban community and, and, and broken homes. So if you could tell them about your book and where they can get it from, uh, that that'd be pretty awesome. Okay, it's uh, down the meanest streets by Penman Thornwell. And you okay, can well, where can they go to find it? Uh, it's on Amazon, Amazon at www.jamilapublications.com. Okay, That's and I just to let you know, I, 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 I have started reading it, and it is, it is, it is very exciting, and it is, it's interesting. So one day we have to actually uh, have to have you on the show. <laughs> so All thank right, you, thank you again for that, uh, for calling in. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. All right. I um I just want to you know say, uh, say again we got 14 minutes left so I want to thank uh, everyone uh, for, for for calling in uh, we have time for uh, a few more calls so I'm going to go ahead and take this next call. Um, go ahead, caller. You are on the air. What's your name and where you from? Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello. Caller, you're you're on the air. Okay, if you if you can if you can turn uh turn 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 your your volume down, I'm getting a lot of feedback. You have your device up. Okay, well I we we can't hear, so we'll, we'll go ahead and I go to the next call. Uh, you know that caller, if you have, you want to call back, you definitely can. We'll go on to the next call. Uh, calling you on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Hello. Hey, what's going you're on? You're on the air. Maurice. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's your name? And where are you from? Hello, Maurice. Yeah, this is Maurice. I'm calling from New Jersey. How you doing? Good, good, good. How you doing? New Jersey in the building. So you, so you, so you've you've heard uh, the hey, topics uh, that we've been uh, talking about. How do you feel about it? Yeah, you know, everybody has uh, some good some good views on the subject. Um, me personally, I mean, I I didn't have, you know, I was blessed to grow up in in a home where I had both my parents, um, so uh-huh. I didn't experience a broken home. But uh, you know, I I just wanted to say that, you know, I I think us as young people, you know, we gotta. This is just, it's a good subject to me because I feel like, you know, certain things and certain, sometimes certain people, young people tend to 
you know, keep doing negative things, you know, and use being brought up in a broken home as an excuse. Right, you know what I mean? Right, now, I understand, right. you know, certain times you're in certain situations, you know, and certain circumstances, and, and sometimes, you know, you're put in certain situations that you, you know, some people say they have no control over. But me personally, I I think that we as young people need to realize that we need to step up, you know what I mean, and, and kind of mm-hmm. – take that next step and, 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 and like the uh, previous caller said, take the initiative and, and, and try to break the cycle. You know what I mean? Right, and right. I, I feel like that will be a great step. Like me being a new father, you know, my son is a year now. Um, me and his mother aren't together, you know, and I don't want my son to grow up, you know, you know, obviously he's young right now. There's no telling what the future will hold, but you know, right, with right. me being a new father, it kind of makes me, you know, more open to a lot of things. And I, I look at my growing up and my bringing up. I look at certain people around me, certain people I hang around. And a lot of people that I know who grew up in broken homes, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of them make decisions and make a lot of negative decisions, and they try to use that as an excuse, you know. But I, I tend to be around these people long enough, and I see, you know, you still have the sense and the common sense to, to be able to break <laughs> right, away from right. That. You, you know, you know what's right and what's cycle. wrong. You know what I mean? You right. Know, and I, I just feel like as a young person myself and a message to all the other young people who are growing up in young, you know, in broken homes that, you know, don't use that as an excuse. You know what I mean? Like if you have the, the uh, common sense and the mentality, you know, don't be ignorant and, and feel like, well, you know, I was brought up like this or my dad you know, he made these negative choices, so, you know, that's where I get it from, you know what I mean? I feel like, <laughs> step up, you know? Right, I feel like, right. be more positive, you know, and, and break that cycle, and, you know, and when you do have kids, you know, you can actually, I mean, because you got to start, you have to realize what you're doing is wrong, you know? You can't change right. unless you realize what you're doing is wrong, you know? And I feel like some people have that that mentality, but they choose to ignore it and and use the broken home and say, oh, well, that's, you know, use that as an excuse. I feel like, no, let's let's break the cycle, you know, and and you have the sense to change it, you know, so why not change it, you know? Don't use it as an excuse, you know, and you can break away from that, and that that would be a good, a huge step into, you know, and minimizing the statistic, you know, among other well, things, I, but I, feel I, like, I, I totally, know, I totally people, have to agree. Some young people mm-hmm. use that as an excuse. I, I have to totally uh, agree with you. Um, we see it every day uh, in the justice system. Um, I help out a lot, you know, in the justice system right. here uh, locally. And uh, these guys, you know, they want to, you know, you don't know my circumstance. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've lived your life just right. because. Uh, <laughs> You know, you come from a certain background or you were raised a certain way. I don't care if you were in the projects for most of your life. You still have that opportunity to change your mindset. And my advice to, you know, maybe there's a young man, young lady listening uh, tonight. You know, my advice is, you know, try to find positive people to surround yourself with, which, which, is, another, which is another problem in a, a, a broken home in, in, in that area because, a lot of uh, broken homes, they're kind of clustered together. Let's say the project, for instance. 
So we, we do know that those are, it's a group of broken homes. Right. And you're hanging with a, a lot of these different friends, and you know they're making bad decisions, yet you, you still hang with them. Like the uh, last caller was talking about the, the jail system. I do believe that there is a jail mentality in what we call the hood. <laughs> so these kids yeah. are making decisions based off of that, and I totally agree. And they're using it as, as an excuse as an excuse to, in, in some cases, right. to get, you know. And But I'm not trying to put any pressure on kids that have made bad decisions. I've made bad decisions. But I would like to let them know that there is a way out. Uh, hang around more positive people. And Absolutely. most of all, change, change the mindset. And do not use uh, your situation as an excuse. So uh, I thank, thank you very much for calling in. Hey, uh, I want to thank Marie, you for New Jersey. Show, man. Thank you very much. You have a good night. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on the show. No problem. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, go to our uh, next caller. Hello, how are you okay, doing today? Caller, is... you're on the air. How you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? All right, my name is Frederick, and I'm from Camelton, Florida. All right, Camelton in the building. Yes, uh, I gotta want to make a statement. Um, the broken communities, I think, it starts from you know, finance is basically one of the. the the points of, you know, why families break up, number one reason. And as blacks growing up in the African-American community, we wasn't really raised up on finance. We didn't really, you know, some of our bills was behind, behind and we was just think, oh, we'll get together. But once it's, it starts with finance, you know, that's what I think from my point of view. Well, I, I, I will um, uh, elaborate on that. Um, most broken homes, the number one problem is finance. And we are, uh, as people, very financially illiterate, and I do believe that is something uh, that we have to uh, focus on. Finances are huge. You can't live without finances. And um, another thing is, and a part of that cycle, uh, the, the finance thing is part of because we're not teaching our kids, a lot of us, not everybody, people get upset, a lot of us uh, do not teach our kids financial literacy. So, you know, our parents grow up living on the edge when it comes to money. We never really learned how to save. We never learned about, uh, you know, whether it's mutual accounts or the stock market or et cetera, et cetera. So we kind of have to figure that out uh, later in life. So that You're is right. something that I feel that we should work on more in uh, in the black Just community. like uh, one, of the previous, one of the previous callers had said basically about we don't leave, like, an endowment or money left, like, saving for our children. A lot of other mm-hmm. um, races or, you know, like the Jewish community, and they already have somewhere to start from, so they're not playing from behind the eight ball. So I think that's what we need right. to start doing, too, in our communities, like for our kids, you know, teaching them about savings, teaching them about balancing a checkbook, start with the small things. And then, you know, once they start learning how to save, then they can start go on and start learning how to invest more wisely and they'll make more better, wise decisions because once you know, basically, finance control pretty much every aspect of your life, you'll make better decisions. You won't go out and have, say, five kids by six baby mamas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Agree. Agree. Just, and not, 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 not to get uh, super religious on nobody, um, just to elaborate and feed off of what you just said, um, I believe it's in Proverbs where it says, a good man leaveth an inheritance for his children's children. So yeah. uh, a, part, a part to stopping this cycle that we can say is uh, mental. 
um, financial, and of course uh, physical, which we, we're not going to even have time to get into that today. But I believe those three like, things um, right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did say mental too. Um, you know, it's a thing like some of um, some parents don't tell their kids, oh, you can do it, you can do it. Don't encourage the kids. Instead, they instill in their kids, oh, you you can't do that. Oh, you're just trying to be like uh, your cousin or something like that. And <laughs> that also, raising a child up like that and you just, from a small, then they get that mindset, oh, I can't do it. Pretty much like the elephant theory, you know, you tie elephant mm-hmm. up and then he just walk, walk around and they're trying to get away, try to get away, and then you unchain him and he just stands right in that same spot because he thinks he can't do it. It's all in his mind. He is mentally bound, yeah. mentally bound. I totally agree. Yeah, so we thank you uh, for, for definitely for calling in. All right, and, uh, doing good on the show. Absolutely right. All right, forward to hearing these more often. Are you too? All right. All right. We have one. We have uh, time to take one more call. Once again, guys, I had no idea uh, the switchboard would be lit like this. We have three minutes and twelve seconds. So uh, I'm going to take this uh, the next caller. Hello, you are live. What's your name and where you're from? Florida. Hello, you're live. What's your name? And where you from? Hey, this is David Roundtree from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Um, Pretty I basically good. was uh, okay. Um, I was basically calling about the topic, and um, I, I, I am, I, you know, there is an issue with uh, broken homes in the urban community, but I don't. I more so think is the issue is more so of uh, broken relationships with the parents and the uh, with the parents and child. Um, that's more of an issue than the, you know, like the, than the house actually being a broken home. And um, I think that, you know, the kids are, the kids are, you know, forced to be raised by the streets in opposed to their parents being in a broken relationship. And a lot of kids, you know, stray off, you know, when their father or their mother is in the house, they stray off and try to get wisdom from other things. And sometimes they get right. wisdom from, from drug dealers or they may get wisdom from, you know, the neighbor, the neighbor next door. But, I think it's more so of that, you know, there's broken relationships, and that's really more of a negative effect on the home. Right. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, sorry, we, we are, we are, we're out of town, and thank you for your call. Thank you very much okay, for your thank call. thank you. Uh, All right. Guys, we, uh, we, we, we made it to, uh, through our first episode. Once again, I want to apologize for um, – the president of the uh, Af- Black, the African American Chamber of Commerce, uh, we was having some technical difficulties, so he could not call in. So maybe uh, another 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 show he'll be in. But uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in, and I I I I, I appreciate uh, all the love. Uh, tune in every Tuesday from eight to nine p.m. God bless you. And we are out.